This episode of On the Hop News is brought to you by Thinking Baseball, the only educational baseball app for coaches and players that allows users to see, hear, and touch the plays as they happen. Narrated by a legendary baseball broadcaster, Pat Hughes, and powered by a groundbreaking database, Thinking Baseball puts you on the diamond. Whether you're the cutoff man on a hit to the outfield or the first baseman trailing the batter on a sure double, everyone on the field has a job to do on every play. Learn to do it better with Thinking Baseball. Visit thinkingbaseball.com or download the free app from the Apple Store or Google Play today. It's time to get your head in the game. Today is April 10th, 2019, and this is Wednesday's edition of On the Hop. Good morning, good morning, baseball enthusiasts. Welcome to On The Hop, a daily baseball podcast focused on delivering up-to-date news from around the league. Let's get into it. Major League Baseball has suspended Reds outfielder Yasiel Puig for two games. Reds manager David Bell was also suspended, but for only one game. Both suspensions started with last night's game. Pirates pitcher Chris Archer, however, was suspended for five games for throwing behind Derek Dietrich during the same game. Puig had this to say about the length of Archer's suspension. All the time we're going to be suspended or fined or things like that, more than pitchers. The pitcher is going to be suspended five games. That's not costing him nothing because no matter what, he's going to rest for five days. It cost me two games and I can't help my team to win these games. Each suspended party was also fined an undisclosed amount from the league office. If you ask me, which I know you didn't, but I'm going to tell you anyway, Puig and Bell should have received a longer suspension since neither of them were actually involved in the play and Puig looked like he was competing for the UFC title belt. I just, I have a low tolerance for hotheads, so there you go. In a related article, John Taylor, writing for SportsIllustrated.com, has this to say about the expression of emotions as it specifically relates to the recent Pirates-Reds fiasco. And I quote, Regardless, 2019's first instance of unwritten rules enforced is just as dumb as all previous instances, made even more so by the league's own determined promotion of an ad campaign focused entirely on its young and exciting players, more or less throwing said unwritten rules in the garbage. Let the kids play, MLB insists, and yet here we've got the same old policing of joy. He continues, To some degree, it's understandable why Archer is miffed. Bat flips and fist pumps are one thing, but watching a homer the way Dietrich did tends to cross most players' invisible red line into showing up your opponent, the last frontier in baseball emotions. But when the result is Archer parsing intent down to the millisecond to determine exactly when Dietrich went from dude enjoying the fruit of his labor to criminal who must be punished, it becomes absurd, especially coming from a guy who does plenty of his own celebrating after big strikeouts. Let Dietrich have his fun. Even the Pirates recently tweeted out, He's having too much fun. He's too excited. He shows too much emotion. He's our guy, and we love it. Let the kids play. Now, maybe I missed the asterisk that said, unless it's any other team than ours. This needs to be taken care of one way or the other. You can't have your cake and eat it too. And it literally saddens me that this isn't true. I really like cake, especially the ones with the crunchies. While we're on the topic of the Reds, Matt Kipp, Eugenio Suarez, and finally Scott Shebler went back-to-back-to-back, slamming three home runs that extended the Reds' lead to 11-0 and finally broke their losing streak. According to Bill Bauer at NBC Sports, for the first time in almost a full calendar year, Mets stud muffin Jacob deGrom allowed four-plus runs. 
The Marlins scored four runs off of him across six innings on April 10th last year. From that point through the end of the season, DeGrom would limit the opposition to three runs or fewer. The Twins pushed five runs across home plate to end DeGrom's quality start streak at 26 games, tied with Bob Gibson for the MLB record. Five runs is the most DeGrom has given up since the Phillies scored nine runs, six of them earned, against him on September 5th, 2017. DL list keeps mounting up. Seems like every day this list gets longer and longer. So here we go. According to Tim Daniels, the Los Angeles Angels announced that center fielder Mike Trout was removed from Tuesday's game against the Milwaukee Brewers for a right groin strain and is considered day-to-day. Now, hopefully this isn't anything serious. There's simply no way for the Angels to replace Trout's production, but Albert Pujols and Drelton Simons and Cole Calhoun will be under more pressure to carry the offense until he's able to return. In fact, according to Baseball Reference tweet, Trout has a 1.8 war through 11 games and is on pace of 26.5 war over a full season. That kind of talent is unprecedented. Cal Newport of Bleacher Report writes that Houston Astros third baseman Alex Bregman suffered a hamstring injury during Tuesday's win over the New York Yankees. According to Jake Kaplan of The Athletic, Bregman exited that contest in the eighth inning after he felt something in his right hamstring while running the bases. Bregman has remained relatively healthy throughout his career, and with Houston's very talented roster, anxiety of this injury should dissipate and not have an impact. According to an ESPN quote, New York Yankees right-hander Luis Severino will be shut down for the next six weeks after an MRI revealed a grade two lat strain on his right side. The injury revealed in an MRI performed in New York on Tuesday is separate from the right rotator cuff inflammation he originally was diagnosed during spring training. Coley Harvey, ESPN staff writer, goes on to say that since the lat strain did not present itself on the MRI taken when diagnosed with the rotator cuff inflammation, it's assumed he developed this injury during a rehab throwing program. Severino will do no pitching during the six weeks, and manager Aaron Boone is just relieved that it's not going to require surgery. ESPN reports the Cleveland Indians placed Mike Clevenger on the 10-day injured list with a back injury, and manager Terry Francona told reporters that the right-hander won't be able to pick up a ball for six to eight weeks. The Indians said Clevenger has a terrace major muscle strain in his upper right back. The move was made retroactive to Monday, and Francona considers this a very significant injury. Yesterday, the Rockies announced that outfielder David Dahl has been placed on the 10-day injured list due to a left-side core issue. He appeared to suffer the injury while taking a swing against Urias in the first inning of Sunday's game against the Dodgers. Dahl was off to a good start for the 2019 campaign. Hopefully, this will not be a serious setback. Blue Jays speedster Lourdes Gurriel Jr. pulled off a straight steal of home plate yesterday against Red Sox starter Chris Sale during the fourth inning. Although Sale's pitch seemed to be wild, missing the catcher entirely, it can confidently be assumed that Gurriel hurling toward home plate while Sale pitched from the windup was a huge distraction. Upon looking at the replay, it appears Gurriel would have been safe either way. Once again, returning to the Reds, and I swear I'm not getting paid for this, Joey Votto was nailed in the back by Marlins relief pitcher Wei-In Chin during the sixth inning. Votto quickly walked toward the mound with a bat in hand as Marlins catcher, the umpire, and even Chin prepared for battle. Votto bluffed and was merely displaying a kind gesture by returning the ball to Chin's glove with a simple toss. He then proceeded to jog to first base. Chen would then give up back-to-back home runs following Votto's hit-by-pitch. It seems that Chen was still a little shook up by Votto's playful antics. As mentioned yesterday morning, Whit Merrifield is slowly gaining on DiMaggio's hit streak record. According to NBC Sports, last night he tied the Royals' team record of a 30-game hit streak with a leadoff triple and the bottom of the first against the Mariners. 
No need to update you guys every day about this because I assume you can read, but I will most certainly keep you updated at perhaps five game increments just so we can track this. As reported by ESPN, Boston Red Sox second baseman Dustin Pedroia, who played in only three games last season due to an ongoing knee injury, was activated off the injured list and started in the team's home opener Tuesday. The Red Sox raised their championship banner prior to Tuesday's home opener against the Toronto Blue Jays, in which Kimbrell was not a participant. Pedroia is Boston's longest tenured player, but has been slowed down since he had to have knee surgery due to a controversial slide by, at that time, Orioles' infamous Manny Machado. And for some reason, I feel Machado's name is going to come up a lot this year and not only related to his talent. And finally, according to SportsIllustrated.com, Astros fan, and I put the word fan in quotes, is suing the team for $1 million. During a game last season, the fan suffered a broken index finger after she was struck with a t-shirt launched by the Astros mascot Orbit between innings. Who would have guessed that catching flying objects was going to occur at a baseball game? The fan's injury has required two separate surgeries in which screws were inserted into the finger to help keep it stable while also allowing for the same previous dexterity. The fan's lawyers informed SI that the injury has made life more difficult for their client. The attorneys also stressed that the injury causes their client severe pain, mental anguish, and that earning capacity going forward has also diminished. The incurred medical bills will absorb additional injury-related health care expenses for many years to come. Looking at the common practices of prizes and memorabilia being shot into the stands at all sporting events, it appears that this suit is going to be very difficult to win. That's all I've got for you today. This has been Wednesday's edition of On the Hop News. And remember, there are three things you can do in baseball game. You can win, or you can lose, or it can rain. Talk to you tomorrow.